Yo, 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 this is another episode of First Class Podcast. I'm your host, E. Carter. And as always, I'm here with my panel of co-hosts, man. Introduce yourselves. Who got James in the building? What up, world? What's happening? Hey, Jazzy. <laughs> right, unfortunately, we don't, uh, Christina's not here with us today. But, you know, we're going to keep everything rolling as if she's here. So how y'all feeling this week, man? I felt great. You you like you had to think about it, so I'll let you hear. I feel great. Yeah. Foster Flakes and no. ball. The bananas. It's been a, the beginning, the top of my week started off good. Then the middle to the end was some bull. So. <laughs> Why so much? Why? Bull scribble. I'm glad it's over. <laughs> Not yet. It's- no, I'm glad uh, Friday was over. It was over oh, Friday. Okay. okay, okay, good deal, yeah. man. It's Saturday. What about two hosts? Hostess with the most? I mean, my my week was kind of uneventful. You know, it was what it was. The work week went kind of fast until Friday. Like Friday was dragging, man. But yeah, it was cool for real, for real. Uneventful, not too much. It's December, so you know. It's. Broke. December. Yeah. Broke. December. 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 <laughs> like, I don't even imagine that. Like, I'm like, damn, man. Like, my input wanna, and my output just ain't the same. Like, I know lie. Like, I was I was on a calculator for like four hours at work. Like, how can I make this Take make this sense? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, let me just get my gross or something, man. Like, stop taking out taxes for like this month. And then you figure it out. And then you'll be like, all right, so. They taking thirty eight percent. So what if they just take like thirty seven percent? Right. Like, they told me I wasn't gonna notice my four hundred one k coming out my check. Uh, <laughs> I noticed it <laughs> like, like a month. You ain't gonna notice it coming out. Uh uh-uh, uh. I noticed it. Man, the only I gotta, thing I hate is I when know. they trying to get you to sign up. They keep talking, but it's your money though. They don't tell you that you you get taxed for taking that out. No, you gotta pay it back. Like if I you if it's my it. money. Oh, I'm basically getting double tax for my money. Like right. you tax it the first you time. Tax it when you take so it out, yeah. and then you gotta tax it when you gotta give it back. Yeah, like bro, y'all, man, y'all getting over, man, y'all the. But this is my money though. Right. Yeah, all right. Okay. Keep that. Y'all the real thieves. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but I don't know, man. You know, it's favorite day of the week. Love it. Can't wait. Everybody that's watching on live, if you got any comments during the show. Please don't hesitate to drop them. Uh, for this week's show, we got something. That, well, for the rest of this month, we're going to do something a little different. We're going to kind of go back and revisit a lot of uh, older topics that we had. So if uh, if it's a certain episode that you that you miss or really an episode that you really liked or a certain topic that we had, then please just, uh, you know, don't hesitate to hit us up and. Hop in and leave your comments, concerns, or what topics that you want for the next show or whatever, because that's what we're going to pretty much do for the rest of the month, you know, kind of revisit some stuff. So, uh, any more opening arguments before we get it rolling? Nope. Let's roll. Let's roll. Roll out, Autobots. Well, <laughs> <laughs> they said that all wrong. Whatever. Dre said it better, though. Shout out to ADR. Bro. Right. Miss you, bro. Shout out to ADR. He like, Autobots, <laughs> let's roll out. <laughs> and be funny, though, man. All right. So if you're new to the show, man, you know we always start off with a quote. Um. Well, if you knew, then you didn't know. But we always start off with a quote or mm-hmm. phrase or some type of words of wisdom. 
uh, this week, quote, goes as such. To be beautiful means to be yourself. You don't need to be accepted by others. You just need to accept yourself. I'm going to say that one more time for the people in the back. To be beautiful means to be yourself. You don't need to be accepted by others. You need to simply accept yourself. I feel like somebody just told me that the other day. Mm -hmm. How did you feel about it? I absorbed it. (laughs) Really? Yeah, you know, but some some things that you talk about and some things that go on in life, you know, you got to take it one day at a time. So. Constantly reminds yourself of it. I agree. I agree for it. I agree with that. Yeah, my uh, dude Warren G. He left a, a topic here, like it's a touch on. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll jot that down. We can definitely we talked about it a little bit last week. Um, you can definitely, if you want to check out last week's show, he definitely talked about that as well. He was talking about as far as uh, dealing with a loss of a, a loved one, like a mother or a father or a relative. Oh, yeah. yeah, we talked we touched on that a little bit last week, and we do have some other shows. But in the course of this month, you know, we can try to definitely work that one in. Or back in, rather. So, we're going to go ahead and kick this show off. Now, before we start revisiting some past episodes, I do want to touch on this, this little controversy revolving Mike Vick. It's a bunch of bullshit. And, well, do y'all know about it, for one? Yeah, we actually talked about it a little bit about him getting blackballed and whatnot. Yeah, I mean, for what he did in the past, which I feel like it's complete nut bullshit. I mean, especially if he ain't doing it. I mean, he did his time. He, you know I mean, he paid his dues. I feel like people in general need to stop holding the wrongdoings of others over their head. As long as they're not continuing to do it. You know what I mean, he paid his dues. He repented from it. Like, come on. Okay, so for for those who don't know, you know, for everybody who don't know what's going on, um, <clears throat> basically, um, those dog enthusiasts or animal enthusiasts are trying to blackball Michael Vick out of being a Pro Bowl captain. He's not playing in the game. He's just being honored as a – he's an honorary captain for the Pro Bowl, which is like, you know, an all-star weekend type of thing. You know what I mean? So they're saying any person that fought dogs or showed any cruelty to animals should not be able to be honored as such. But it's not a dog show. Exactly. It's, it has nothing to do with animals at all. It has everything to do with the game of football. And beast. And like James pointed out, this man paid his due. He went to, he even, he had to, basically, he got dropped from the team, which he was on 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 his way to being a future Hall of Famer at that yeah. time. Yeah. So he lost all of that. He lost his money for that. <laughs> uh, he went had to go to jail for two years. Not not Martha Stewart, you know, he's sitting Stop somewhere pretty. Place. Like, no, he actually had to sit down for two years, was able to stay in shape, apologize, did all the stuff that the NFL wanted him to do community to even service. get back into the league. Community service, all of that. Came back into the league, not as a starter, which he once was. Now he had to come off the bench and be a backup, which he was a pretty good backup for the years that he uh, with Philly when he came back. And then I think he was with Pittsburgh for a little bit as well. But, you know, he paid his dues. Now his dues. So now he's, you know, being on a couple of these sports shows and 
and commentating and stuff like that a little bit, and nobody has a problem with that. But as soon as he's brought up as an honorary captain, now it's a huge deal. Now you got to bring up this man's past I'm, to, I'm, the, to deny his future type shit. I just kind of, I kind of laugh at it for real. So I would be like, so, because I ate a pork chop yesterday. No, I'm not, I'm not, you don't like me either. But they probably don't because, you know, we I mean, talking all that stuff from time to time. Let's have some eggs this morning with some ham. And I mean, my thing is, I feel like a lot of people doesn't, don't show no type of either remorse or, you know what I mean? It's like, okay, he did what he did. He paid his dues. And I also think it's a black and white thing. I know a lot of people might not see it that way. But, you know, I feel like if it was Peyton or Tom Brady or somebody, and then they apologize, they're like, oh, that's fine, man. Look look at what he did when he was in the league. Like, he he paid his debt. Like, And that's funny, though, that you mentioned that. As many times as Tom Brady and them cheated, and he just come back year after year, couple suspensions off the game because that is actually internal with football. Yeah, cheated in the sport several times. You get what I'm saying? My, and, Michael Michael Vick was charged with holding a a dog fighting uh, ring, so to speak. He wasn't actually fighting dogs himself. The dog fighting was just on his property. So. After all of that, nobody else went to jail. Nobody else had to pay anything out of pocket. He he took the whole blame. You know what I mean? So it's like, like I said, at this point, like, what's what's the purpose of having a, a justice system if you can never, you know what I'm saying? If you if, if people don't allow you to try to get your life back, or you know what I'm saying? And this is this is a celebrity. You know what I mean? That's not even a average Joe working a nine to five, like. You know, it goes into the whole prison system and all that, but that's that's a whole different topic for a whole different show. But I still think, like, they literally trying to blackball them. Man. They got like two two of uh, they got like two petitions online pre- uh, petitions going out to get him to force the NFL to pull to pull it. But they also got a couple petitions out fighting against it. I signed one uh, the other day. I reshared it on Facebook. So, you know, whether you're a avid football watcher or not, but if you feel like this is, you know, uncalled for, man, look for that petition online, man. Sign up so you can still, you know, be able to be an honorary captain or whatever the case may be. And man pay his debt, let it let him let him continue to live his life. And I will say that if you are though, I mean, striving to be in that public life, you are public property and they never forget anything. Yeah. So I make mean, your decisions and choices very, very wisely. Yeah. Because you are public property at that point. For real. Yeah, that's true. So now we can go ahead and kick into the rest of the show, man. Like I said, I just wanted to touch on that before we got everything started. So we're doing a lot of revisiting and things like that. So I took it back to episode five. Now, episode episode five was uh, It Takes a Village. Remember yeah. that? Yeah, so that now, what the difference with all of this is, we done had a lot of different co-hosts <laughs> over this first year. Yeah. So this one was uh me, uh what I think you was funny guy James oh, yeah, then. I was funny guy James. <laughs> or maybe you was just James. I can't really remember, but yeah, it was uh, me, funny guy James, and uh, ADR Eternal. Shouts out to him, uh, Dre. You know we miss you. I hope you out there still doing your thing. 
You ain't hit me up in a minute. I need some new content, man. What's going on with that? But this is episode five, man. It takes a village. And uh, the topic was, uh, what's a good age for children to start using social media or being on social media? And I felt like this was a good topic to kind of revisit a little bit. I don't know. With social media, it's kind of tricky because, like, when we first started with social media, it wasn't so scandalous back then. Like, now, no matter what you get on, it's always ass and titties all over the place, no matter how much you filter through it or whatever. Right. Then, on top of that, it's perverts lurking around every corner, trying to get as much information as you can. So, it's just, it depends. Like, I know Facebook got the little thing where they can they got the kids Facebook app or whatever. Yeah, to where but, I think, I, but I think that's mostly just for messaging, messaging and yeah. stuff. And <laughs> I, I don't know. I I'm glad my child ain't came to that part where she's like, oh, I want a Facebook and I want a Snapchat and all that. Like I let her on my Snapchat to like record her stuff, but she ain't got her own. Right. And she's ten, so. Yeah, I mean, I I feel like it's it's different now as well, just because like like you said when we first when the whole age of social media came about it wasn't this extreme at all yeah. um, a lot of people thought it was going to be here and then gone with the next you know to be honest uh, but you know you had your MySpace and stuff mm-hmm. like that it was it was a it was a way to stay connected with high school and college friends and, mm-hmm. and family members that you know everybody is spread out so that was the way that's what it was for now it's pretty much for everything, you know, for, for business, everything. modeling, music, anything. Stuff, right. Everything. So I don't know, man. I, I think, I think when it comes to, a pro- I don't think it is a proper age. I think, uh, based on maturity. Yeah. Just based on how, <clears throat> excuse me, how mature you feel that your, uh, your child is. You know what I mean? Like, and I feel like, yeah. I would say, and if you how, like how impressionable they are, because you got some kids that's like, "Ooh, I seen this. Let me go try it." Right. Rather it's good, bad, or ugly, it don't matter. Like they very impressionable. They want to try the thing that they see. So if you feel like your kid is not, you know, they don't feed into the peer pressure or feel like they gotta do something because they seen somebody online doing it. Right. Yeah, I mean, I agree. I, I I know I try to go back to the kids, uh, especially like when they're watching certain movies and stuff, and just make sure like y'all know this is fake, right? You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I'm not gonna lie. Even when I was a kid, I we see I watch a kung fu movie and then right after it's done, try to kick I'm trying to kick and do some extra bullshit. I mean, some of that's just things of being a child. You know what I mean? But uh, I, I don't know, man. I think I think for for parents or not even just parents. If you're, you know, around kids, period, just something to keep an eye on. Because, uh, like my man Warren G just said, he said, uh, all age kids got phones now nowadays. You know, mm-hmm. uh, kids are just really smart. You know what I'm saying right now? Like, uh, my daughter, she two years old, pretty much knows how to work that tablet, <laughs> just like anybody else. You know what I mean? Like. When we was growing up, it was like, oh, man, they, they know how to work the VCR by themselves. Now mm-hmm. you, it's uh, tablets and phones and, you know, all that type of stuff. I don't know. I think it's just something that we just, you need to be mindful of. Like, you got you got your, we had that, um, uh, I think when we brought this topic up then, that's when that, uh, what was it, that Momo? Yeah. yeah. That, Momo thing, was out, that Momo thing was out. You know what I mean? And 
a lot of uh, a lot of people's kids was committing suicide and all of that stuff just watching that and you know I I sat the girls down and was like yo have y'all seen this bit <laughs> it was like nah I, that's kind of weird and I don't think I'll watch that but my my oldest she likes scary movies you know what I mean so if, even if she thought it was just a scary clip or something nine times out of ten she probably would have clicked it because she likes stuff like that you know what I mean but. You know, I, I think it's just as parents or as adults, period, we just need to actually go over and and don't don't expect them to automatically know some of this stuff. You know what I mean? Like, well, you know that's bad. Like, it was on YouTube. You I know what I mean? just for the parents to be actual parents, like, especially if your kid does have a phone, go through that motherfucker from time to time. They, they don't have no privacy with you. Uh, you my kid, you know what I mean? I'm the parent. Like, we ain't gonna have no privacy around here. Like, from time to time, go through your what, What's privacy? Like, what's that? What's privacy? <laughs> that's what I'm saying, though. Yeah. yeah, you ain't got no privacy around here. You dig what I'm saying? Like, parents need to actually continue to be parents and monitor what their kids yeah, are doing and all of here that. And present, up front. Yeah, up front and then open and actually watching and seeing yeah. it. And yeah. correct in the right way. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, I, like I said, I agree. I had, like, a few months ago, now she got a little Xbox and she, I don't even know what she was on. I want to say she was on like uh, Roblox or something on the Xbox. Yeah. And I'm upstairs and I'm, I'm hearing her say stuff, but at first I'm thinking like, oh, she's just talking to herself or, you know, she's talking to herself through whatever it is that she's doing. Mm-hmm. But then I hear another voice. So I'm like, ain't nobody here in the house. So I walk to the stairs and, and she like, she was like, um, yeah, I'm still in school. Or no, they said, you smart. Uh, how old are you? She's like, I'm still in school. I'm like, nah, we ain't doing that. Right. Like, people, no. Mm-mm. I said, yeah. and so that's when I got to the point where you ain't allowed to play this game unless I'm home. Right. Like, don't play it. I, I'd rather you not play it at all, but you definitely not going to play because it, it don't you, it don't talk back to you when it's on the phone, but for whatever reason, it was connected through whatever on Right, probably connected yeah. to the live. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you know, it, it definitely it's it's different now, man. And one thing that that try to that I try to do to keep me balanced, especially when it comes to children and stuff like that. Yeah, I know it's a different time and a different era, but I also try to go back and think of where was I at at this age? Like, what type of stuff was I doing? You know what I mean? And you know, I don't think it's. Of course, it's a lot more now, but. Thing, these certain things were still going on then. But back then, you couldn't hear a voice or see somebody's face. Mm-hmm. It was just a, a chat room, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> triple triple Z 921 says hi, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. shit, what's up? And then it's like, all right, what's your stats? Where you where you from? Oh, I'm from Ohio. Like, oh, yeah, me too. The ASL. Right, <laughs> type shit, you know what I mean? But it was stuff like that. Nowadays, it's video chat, you know what I mean? Or you're streaming through a game. Like, you're playing the same game as somebody else, so the communication is, like, right there. So, you get, like you said, you do got these creepers that's online just like, oh, where you from? Like, like it could have been a kid. I don't yeah. know, but just the way they was talking, it seemed like a creep. So, right. I just had to end that like now. Yeah. I mean, like I said, like, like James said, you, you know, being a parent, like, actually... Getting involved. Being, getting involved and just, not even just uh, involved, because I, I feel like it's a lot of parents that feel that they are involved, but they're just not aware of certain situations. Like, 
to them, they might have been like, oh, I know they're playing the game. I know what game they're playing. They're not playing nothing, uh, nothing with no extreme violence. There's no, there's nothing provocative going on. They're just playing the game. And then lo and behold, there's somebody trying to get your child's information. Yeah. It's not the fact that they're not being a parent. They, you know, they took all the precautions that that they felt that they needed to take at that you know what point. I'm saying sometimes so it's not it's not even a bad thing to be online. If you want to play the game, like I'll play the game with Bud, you know what I mean? We get online together, he likes to play Fortnite. Well, I'll sit down for a couple hours and play with him for real. Yeah, no, like, I, I mean like I, like I said, I agree. I'm just saying, like, I'm not I don't wanna make a I'm trying not to say it to where you're still being a parent, you know what yeah. I mean? You're still being a silent parent, but but, it's stopping at a certain point. but you're just not aware. You're not paying them, them close details to, like, just going off of the example that you just gave, Jesse. Like, you know, you're not actually, all right, who are they talking to? You're like, all right, that's a little kid game. I put all the parental controls up there. Yeah. They, I blocked out all that access. So, yeah, mm-hmm. go ahead. I, did, I, was, I was being a responsible parent to make sure you had, you can only do A, B, and C. But I'm saying it also does. I ain't like thinking about the D. You know what I mean? I ain't like, thinking about what comes. Like my son, you know, love Fortnite like every other little boy. So sometimes, yeah, don't hurt. I grab a bag of chips, sell, just sit there with him. Like, bro, go in that house. No, behind you. Behind. Get in the car. Get, in, get out. Get out. I also feel like just because you told him once, don't mean you don't have to tell him again. Like yeah. it's been plenty of times where. I mean, I always reiterate. So it, it might be every time she get on the game, I'd be like, listen. Don't give out your name. Don't give out your address. Don't say this. Don't say that. Like, I tell her all the time, like, don't do this. Don't do that. Like, I don't care how many times I done told you. I'm going to always tell you one more time. Until you already doing, until you already doing it, basically, (laughs) without me having to say it. And and I feel like that's vital now, man. I feel like if you're going to have your children on, uh, if your children do have a social media, uh, you know, like we said, it depends on their maturity and just you need to make sure that they know those certain things. Like, you could have been, I don't care if you've been playing with this kid for for half a year. Like, oh yeah, this is little Johnny. He's the same age as me. Like, all right, that's what you think. You think little Johnny's the same age as you. You still don't put out your don't put out your name. Don't put out your where you're from. Get out your phone. You know what I mean? Like, you know. Naya's being on like Want to stay in communication with people? Right. But nah, we're not giving out your phone number. She know her number by heart. She know her number better than I know her number. So I'm like, don't be giving out your phone number just to anybody online. Just because they say they a kid, don't mean that they an actual kid. It's people out here. Like, and then I, I'm big on even if it probably ain't happening as much. Like she got the what's the thing that records you? TikTok. Nah, 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 the the connects to the Xbox. Oh, uh, the connect. Yeah, the connect. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she got the connect, and I'll be like, I'll be hesitant about that. Don't return. I unplug it after we after we done with it. We definitely. What you okay? <laughs> okay, Lord. No, but we are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I unplug it when we done with it or whatever, but I just don't. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, and, and the thing is, I think it's it's kind of sad because we we have to have all these precautions to let our children be be kids. You know what I mean? Like, like the stuff that we had along those same lines was about strangers. You know what I mean? Like, you outside playing, don't give this information to a, a visible stranger. 
we didn't have it wasn't none of that about hopping on the game with nobody or you know what I'm saying talking to somebody online or in the chat room and stuff like that and then by the time it did become a factor I was I was old enough to where my mom didn't have to have that type of conversation with me I ain't gonna lie, I was giving all types of information out like I mean I was you know what I mean like but I was a fucking teenager as well you know what I mean like like oh shit where you from like oh shit man I'm from Ohio me too what part you from Oh, man, I live in Kettering. Oh, shit, I'm from Dayton. Man, we need to link up. Let's go. You know what I'm saying? We're about to go to such and such park at this time. <laughs> and we hooping. Football, you yeah. going to meet us there? Yeah. Bet. Hey, this dude I met online, he's supposed to be coming up. Up oh, there you go. And it was an actual fucking teenager. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We hoop, become friends, everything velvet. Now it's like, you nah. Everything. You got to question yeah. everything. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know what? Nah. Michael Bobby. Type oh, shit. Michael Bobby. <laughs> yeah, it's I don't know, man. It's very it's 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 different, man. It's different. And the thing is, like, social media is not going nowhere. At all. Anytime so so growing. It's always growing. It's always a new app, a, a new friend site, a new dating site, uh something. You know, a lot of these kids now are getting into you know, recording the little TikTok videos and everybody wants to be fucking Instagram famous, internet famous, you know what I mean? That's, they delivered another avenue for you to <laughs> pretty much be lazy and still be a celebrity. Promote yourself. Promote right? yourself like, from home. Like, and and the thing is, the, the greatest thing about it is, and I think, I think by us having so many pre, uh, uh, so many hangups about social media and the way shit is going. Sometimes I feel like that shit is stunning, stunning kids' potential. I just seen this. It's a four-year-old that he makes damn near a half a, a half a meal just reviewing toys. Oh, he's, he's he's eight now. Ah, see, yeah. still still getting a check, right? Paid for it. You should see this house he got his mom. You see what I'm saying? Mainly his mama got it for herself, but... I mean, you know. he's sitting down reviewing toys on the internet, face, being public, being seen, his name you know, is... They didn't get him a Nickelodeon show. And you know what I'm saying? Like, he so did all of that. From YouTube and shit. But, and, and mind you, his parents is probably right there, but at the same time, we like, nah, we, we don't even show your face on there. You know what I'm saying? Don't Where's say, don't say your look, name. Like, like, I just want to play this toy and... And record myself playing a toy. No, that's crazy. No, that's stupid. That's stupid. Like, People don't do that. Like and then you turn, it. then you turn around. It's a little Asian kid worth, worth, millions. worth millions. As <laughs> you know what I'm saying. That's like two years older than it's your like child or younger. Like, that Fortnite thing got millions right, of that. Right. I put the controller straight at my boy. and like, come on, bro. You don't need to tighten up. Bro, hold it right. <laughs> hold it the right way. You know what I'm saying. I felt like we we look at shit. And, when it's too late and they're like, oh, let's try to tap into that, tap into that now. Like versus, I don't know, man. I, I think sometimes we we might have too many hangups, but the way the world is, you you got got to somehow. <laughs> but yeah, man, always just be mindful of your of your kids, man. I don't think it's a, a actual certain age. Um, I just I know mine not old enough, but my nieces they they got an Instagram. But I make sure they follow me. <laughs> I'm like, I don't care what you got. I got that too. 
Oh, you got an Instagram, Uncle Eric? Yeah, don't don't be all on my Instagram either, because I'm grown. <laughs> you know what I mean? But follow me. Shit. And I follow both of them. I done seen some stuff on one of my niece's accounts, like she throwing up a middle finger or whatever. I'm like, oh, bring it back. I'm like, you know I seen your Instagram, right? Like, oh, yeah. Evidence, right? <laughs> like, nah, we, don't, we ain't doing that. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. I, you know what I'm saying? That she went back and deleted. So I think, I mean, if, you're, if your kids do have social media, just let them know, like, you you got to follow me. You know what I'm saying? Either it's me, your uncle, your auntie, uh, somebody, you know what I mean? Have eyes. We got everybody has multiple eyes on your account. If you're not comfortable with adding your mom or your your aunts or your uncles or nobody, then shit, you don't need to have one. At all. You know what I mean? Because it might be something that I might not see, but shit, you or James might see. Like, mm-hmm. and did you see, you know, she posted blah, 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 blah. What's that about? Yeah. Like, what? Yeah, yeah. I didn't even see yeah. it. Like, so you know what I mean? Just just something that, you know, got to pay close attention to the, to these children, man, especially nowadays, man. Suicide is uh is on a higher rate than 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 the norm, mm-hmm. uh, and it's happening with kids a lot younger and younger as as time progresses. So, you got to be more detailed and pay more attention to these children, man. Like I said, this is uh, this topic comes back from episode five. It takes a village. Uh, but one thing I did want to point out, James. <clears throat> Is uh, so when doing my research for this episode, of course, I had to go back and listen to a lot of past shows and a lot of past topics and stuff like that that we had, man. That energy that we had when we first started, like, don't get me wrong, the energy and the love is still there, but yeah. I don't know. You can, you can, we we came from doing it in the <laughs> in the dining room with one mic, like in the middle of the <laughs> table, like, up, like, like everybody got to talk very, very loud. Like like this, yeah. <laughs> like everybody was basically screaming in the dining room. Like that was funny though. So, but yeah, man, we had a lot of energy, man. It was good to kind of go back and revisit some of the, and, and some of the shows and just think about like what the hell was we doing? Like what was we thinking about? And also going back and listening to some of our our points that we actually came up with and had. And and seeing the growth of the different yeah. points, and do you feel the same way now? Yeah, that's right. So you know, so what I so what I will do is some little homework for for myself and for the first class crew. Like the for the rest of the, we're doing this the rest of this month. So you know, go back and like especially you, James, because you know we've been uh, we've been doing this since day one. You know what I mean? Go back and listen to a a, a certain show or a certain topic that we had, and kind of see like what you said, you know what I mean? So that way, if we revisit, if we revisit that topic or whatever, see if you still feel the same. Have you grown from that? Do you feel like, you know, got a difference of opinion? Do you still feel exactly the same? You know, does something happen in between there to where now you feel, you know, look a little bit different about the situation. And like I said, everybody who's listening to the show, uh, go back and listen to our past, man. We have a, our every show that has been published is saved under our library on Anchor. So you can always go to the link and you can scroll all the way down and listen to the very first show that we did and backtrack and find different uh, topics or different shows or whatever that you actually like, man. Especially the way we Wednesday joints. Now was popping mm-hmm. like... Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hot, hot, hot. But a lot, a lot of the Wavy Wednesdays is not is not on Anchor. 
Ooh. We we mentioned it because that was that was uh that was an ADR something. Yeah, then uh, yeah. a couple of Wavy Wednesday joints is on the Facebook page. That's a first class podcast media. You can always you can always check out some of the videos or some of the little snippets and stuff like that on there. And just, you know, go back and look at some of the accomplishments and some of the topics that we had periodically during throughout the year. It's been a up and down year, and I think we pretty much covered a lot of different tough topics throughout throughout the year as well. Um, well, and this goes on to our next topic is um, this was a fun show. This I think this was one of the first shows that we did here. It was uh, episode ten. It was called Keep the Pace, and that's when we had uh, Mark Scoots Bronson and oh, yeah. the Already Home podcast on. Yeah, yeah, him and Detroit you know, Gang. Yeah, 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 that was a good one. That one was live. Yeah, so that was out to the already on five. I wasn't a co-host then, but I was there. Right, it was, it was, it was behind the scenes. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, shout out to Mark Scoots Bronson, the Already Home podcast. Uh, man, we haven't did nothing since we was on your show, which was like a week after that. Yeah. Or no, that was actually the next day. Actually, it was <laughs> though. Yeah, 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 yeah. We was on short that day. Yeah, we're gonna have to, gonna have to, uh, you know, link up, man. Whether you come back over this way or we come back on your show, man, we're gonna have to get that back, get that back rolling. So shout out to them, the already home podcast crew. But we was talking about financial growth, and it was it kind of got a little deep, man. Because I ain't gonna lie, that was also one of our biggest shows that we had as well. It was it was like what six of us down here. Yeah, it was deep. Yeah, it was deep. It was super deep. Yeah, and I mean, but we talked about financial growth, man. So, as far as from from then till now, James, how you feel about financial growth? Anything's changed? You've been working oh. at that time. We was all saying what we was trying to work towards, and you know, different goals and plans and stuff that we had. I can say for a fact, it's it's a lot different. Uh, one thing I was actually just thinking out loud to myself the other day in the car. <coughs> And it was just basically like my opinion on it versus then and now it's just like for one, I feel like personally it's too many chiefs and not enough Indians. Everybody cannot have their own business. It's not set up that way because if it was, everybody would be doing their own thing right now. I really feel like it's oversaturated with ideas and that's never a bad thing to be a thinker, but everybody can't be the head honcho, the manager. You see, we need workers to promote that too. And I feel like everybody wants you to just support their dream and not reciprocate that same energy in return. So that's as far as that goes. But now um, I'm actually thinking about taking some school and to further my career in the job that I'm at now for real. So it's a little different. It's not necessarily creating my own business, but it's to rather further the business that I'm already doing for us. That's that's kind of how I change space as far as that goes right now. Yeah, that's solid. That's solid. Um, real quick, just a quick sidebar. I got a comment. Um, I do one. G says, should you force a kid or a teen to do sports as far as martial arts or any type of sport that's going to keep them active and out of trouble or showing them how to protect themselves? I feel like that's never a bad or, Hold on. No, I'm sorry. Should you force a kid or a teen to do a sport as far as martial arts or any type of sport? Yeah, to keep them from getting in trouble. All right, I misread it the first time. But yeah, to keep them from getting in trouble. Uh, 
I don't think you need to force them. I mean, I, I do believe that with sports comes discipline and things like that, but I feel like it's different ways that you can actually show that as well. I don't know. I feel like it's nice to push, especially now, because it's nice to basically you got to force your kids nowadays to do something other than social media and being on the game all day. Yeah, so I don't think you I don't think it's a force, though. I think you should introduce them to different type of things, different sports, different, you know, after school activities or whatever, and let them gravitate to the ones that they like. Instead of just being like, oh, you gonna play bas- you gonna play basketball because that's what I play and this is what you're gonna do. Or right. you gonna play baseball or you gonna play this or whatever. Like I don't feel like you should force them to do it. I think you should introduce, introduce them, them to introduce them to many different things yeah. and let them gravitate to the ones that they like. Yeah, I mean that, and that's kinda what I was saying. I think like with sports is a is a way to show discipline and stuff like that, especially if they would you know, they got a, a habit of getting in trouble in school and stuff like that. Then yeah, martial arts you know, certain, well, pretty much all sports is this shows a form of discipline. But as far as forcing them to do it, I mean, I wouldn't force them because, like, like Jazzy said, it'd be better to introduce them. Like, you might not, I might force you to play basketball, but you don't want to play basketball. Maybe your love is to play baseball, but I don't know nothing about baseball, so I'm gonna I'm gonna force you to do all of this. I mean, my main thing about it is basically what I'm saying, I feel like certain aspects you kind of at least need to know. Like, if we playing in church the floor, you're talking about getting in the water, you gonna swim. You're going to learn how to swim. Period. Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying that you have to professionally that, do it. It takes I mean, a couple a classes. Different. I mean, but that's different. that's a sport. Swimming is a sport. Yeah, right? but learning how to swim is not saying that you're going to be on the swim team. But that's pushing them not necessarily to do a sport, but it's to learn a sport. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, well. that's what I'm saying. That's it's it's the same, but it's different because yeah. you're just like, all right, look, you just gonna learn how to swim. Now, if I introduce you to swimming and I taught you how to swim, and then now you're like, hey, I wanna like I wanna keep doing this, and now you, we look for a, a swim team. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, if I was in gymnastics, and I'm like, hey, this is a, a good way to teach balance or whatever, whatever, and I introduce you to a couple little uh, stretches or whatever, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And then you like, now you now you take it. I think it's all about the introduction. But I, but I also actually also look into that um, as far as getting both my kids into some type of self-defense, whether it's boxing, or it's a ton of different fighting styles. Mm-hmm. You will learn how to defend yourself. Yeah. It's, it's, it's not an option. You choose judo, you choose taekwondo, Kung Fu, kickboxing, mixed martial arts, wrestling, something. Yeah, to protect yourself. Yeah, period. You're going. It's not really, you got so many options. Choose one. If you don't like it, cool. You can try this one. If you don't like it, cool. You can try that one. Period. I don't I don't feel like it's a bad thing. And forcing yourselves, it does sound a bit harsh. But I'm saying, yeah, I'd say the word push. Push them, like I said, to do something active positive and especially for defending themselves yeah well i hope we uh answered your questions you know so getting back to the topic like i said episode 10 keep the pace is about financial growth uh me personally man like i said i i've i've tried to make different a uh, couple different strides uh i dabble with uh, investing a little bit this year uh it's not for me right now so pull pull that back out <laughs> <laughs> pull that back out because I mean it was it was 
it's different. And I talked to a lot of different people about it. And the one main thing they said as far as investment or once you start trying to invest is uh, make sure you don't need that money. Like right then, like if you if you're going to invest, let's say something small, like let's invest twenty dollars. If you invest twenty dollars on Monday, don't go into it expecting that twenty dollars to come back Friday. You know what I'm saying? Like you got to be willing to say like this twenty dollars might be gone. You know what I'm saying? Like this shit might be done for real. So, uh. He told, he gave me that little tidbit, you know, a lot of different apps and uh, little news articles and stuff like that to where you can always do your research. You can always do your research and stuff like that. And um, and, and get caught up on it. You know what I mean? And so just basically know what you're doing. And another uh, big industry, if you are investing in another industry that is blowing up, is the marijuana industry. Yeah, big time. Yeah. Time, so time. like stocks and stuff like that. It's just a lot of it start declining. Now it's hot, and yeah. it's only growing bigger. Actually, yeah. Like right now, and just quick sidebar on that, man. Which I think is crazy, man. You you got niggas that's still locked up due to weed, <laughs> due to making money from selling weed, marijuana. That all these now all you got all these rich white folks. What are they doing? Making money selling weed because oh now now it's legal, you know what I'm saying? Now I can do it. Now I can have me a business. Now I'm thinking. Now I'm thinking outside the box. But yet still, you still got people locked up in the box. I feel like no nobody until all those people are free, nobody should make money off of selling weed besides the regular weed man we already got. But I say, but I say <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No, like I feel like like it shouldn't be taxed. We we should be able to get our weed from the same prices that the weed man was selling it from. For, you know what I mean? Until all those people that's locked up on marijuana charges are released. Like, you know what I'm saying? Just imagine how you would feel you watching the news. You feel me? Oh, it's rec time. You watching TV and shit. Like, oh, it's legal. Oh, shit. That's what I'm in here for. Hey, yo, CO. So I'm about to get out? I'm no. out? No. Uh, <clears throat> we're uh we're still waiting waiting on your paperwork, Mr. Jenkins. I'm making the fuck out of here, bro. Niggas is making money, cause I've been doing that since '96. You know <laughs> what I mean? And I'm locked up in here, but they out here. Old old uh old old uh Timothy old, old, old Timothy uh Binkins the fourth is uh, is a multi millionaire. He can invest in marijuana and make money, but shit, I was fifteen and now now the bullshit. Kind of hit the and now I'm locked up because I wanted to make a little extra money because I thought outside the box then. Shit, they late. In terms of history, it's like the gold rush back in the early uh, 1800s. You was motherfuckers was getting locked up for finding gold and shit, and then that shit became like gold rush. Then it was okay for everybody to go out and get your pickaxe and find gold and oil and shit. Look, everybody, everybody that's listening now, uh, that's my brother Ev that kind of just popped in on the show. He didn't. Could you get closer to the mic? Could you get closer to the mic, brother? What's going on, y'all? Introduce yourself. I'm Evan Eric's brother. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> you introduce me. I don't think I. That's cool. Uh, you know, we have random random pop ups from time to time on this show. I love this show. It, it's great. It's great. <laughs> uh, but yeah, man. Uh, uh so because the mic wasn't on you. Uh, say say what you said again. 
uh, the weed today is just like the gold rush in the 1800s. It was illegal for a long time. It was illegal for a long time. And uh, after a few years, it was okay for everybody to go out and get the pickaxe and go find oil and shit. The same thing now is with the marijuana. It's like the new gold rush. It's okay for you to put down what you're doing and put four years to something and you could be a millionaire in no time. Really? Yeah. I mean, it's, I mean, and, and, and it's crazy. Like when it comes, I think when it comes to financial growth, man, it's, it's a lot, it's a lot bigger than what we actually, that we actually know. You know what I mean? A lot of people got their hands in so many things. Like I talked to, I'll talk to a lot of different people, white guys, black guys, successful white guys, successful black guys, <coughs> men, women, everybody. And uh, a lot of these folks, man, they got, they have their, they have their, their, their assets are divided. You know what I mean? They don't diversify. Thank you. I can't, I was not coming to me, but they got to diversify. You know what I mean? Like they got a, they got their 401k over here. They got their regular income here. They got a investment portfolio here. They got uh, something else that they do on the side here. They got all these accounts. A couple of them might be attached. Like they got an account that they do just, just for investments. So they don't. So with that being said like that, that money has nothing to do with their household, like at all. Like they're not paying bills out that account. And I think what we uh, what we do is when we we like, all right, I'm trying to get financially stable, so I'm I got me a checking, you know, I got me a savings. And what you do is you starting to put money in your savings, but as soon as that checking get low, what we do, like shit, you go you pull it out your savings. Why? Because you you need that money for something. You know what I mean? Like if you let's say you you're trying to pay a bill. You short with the the cash on hand or in your checking account, but you know you got the extra in your savings. We go ahead and, and use that. So not only now are you using your your everyday money, now you're using the money that you're supposed to be putting up too. So the next thing you know, you look back, you you still at square one. You know what I'm saying? The biggest thing I feel like is you gotta realize that don't nothing happen overnight. Like when you plan on something, you really need to take the time, sit down. Draw out a plan, evaluate it, what, uh, rewrite it out, whatever. Like, I feel like you need to, yeah, that's the word I was looking for. (laughs) Revise it, whatever. Like, nothing just happens overnight. You got to actually start somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. So take your time. Don't just think, oh, you know what? I'm broke today. I'm going to start doing this tomorrow because I got to do something to make some money when. You still gonna be struggling tomorrow, so right. you need to set some time aside, set something to the side, and let it grow casually. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like they always say, it take money to make money. Exactly. That's exactly all I'm gonna say. It take it take money to make money. So do your research for you just start yeah. dumping money in this thing. And, and like I said, I you know I'm kind of one of them people to where I just go ahead and jump in the pool. You know, I don't really t- test it out with the foot to see how cold it is. I kind of just do a cannonball in the middle of the pool. The only thing I would do like that, so actually, would I jumped, be, uh, I jumped in. And I can't swim. I'm dying. Man, it was cool that first couple weeks. Swimming lesson. Brad, shit, done. No, but look. No, I'm saying, no, I'm just saying about the investment stuff. I, I jumped in. I jumped in. I, I did. I, I, I researched some stuff for a couple of days, about a week or so. Then I was like, you know what? I'm going to try out this app. Everything. That comment that said just to know the difference between want and need. Yeah. But what I was gonna say was, it also helped if it's something that you like to do. Yeah. Like 
you can't you I can't do a job that I don't like. Like I worked for the post office and don't get me wrong, that was some good money. No, <laughs> that was some good money coming in. But I hate it working for the post office. I don't like the elements. I don't like rain. I don't like snow. I don't like wind. I don't like it's too hot. I don't like it too cold. Like <laughs> I just I don't want to deal with none of that. So, so you just don't want to go outside. Yeah. <laughs> like I couldn't, but when I when I started working in the healthcare. I loved it. No matter how tired I was, I wanted to go to work. Like I worked, I started at the um, I started at the blood bank or the plasma center. Worked but there. How, but what is that doing to help you build your financial? Because I know where I want to be. Like I know, yeah. I think experiencing this type of stuff, experiencing you know all different fields. Like now I'm in the lab, but like I know the steps and I know what I need and the the process that it takes or whatever. Like I want to open up a um a birthing center. Right. And me being in the healthcare field, I know the steps. You feel me? Like I'm getting exposed to that type of background, and yeah, I'm getting the experience. Exactly. So I don't want to just finish nursing school and be like, "Oh yeah, I'm opening up a a, a birth center." Like, what person out there, right man, gonna want me to deliver their baby when I ain't never touched a baby in my life? So I feel like doing this little stuff to get me to where I want to be, a be you know. It's helpful. But then also, it's, it's also helpful as far as the experience go, but with you opening up a birthing, a birthing center, you still got to understand the business management mm-hmm. side of it, too, and and, and the, the financial yep. growth part of it, too. You know what I mean? To where by the time that you're actually ready, mm-hmm. ready with the, with the technical side as far as the experience you have, like, yeah, I'm ready here. And make sure that that financial portion side is ready at the same time to where like, all right, cool. I didn't did my schoolwork for this. I didn't started putting back for this, this, and this. Mm-hmm. I didn't got my my uh, and that's business business plan. I gotta, like, I, I I didn't slowly and kind of you know small steps research like the medical portion of the business. Now my next steps is to see how much money I need to put to the side. See what start, it's gonna um, take. Start a to, start a business plan. Um, I went to I went to a little course that was um, that's all it was about was just writing and developing a business plan, and it's definitely a lot of work. That's not like when you the thing is when you think about starting a business or you have an idea of starting a business, everything is fresh to you. Mm-hmm. Everything makes sense to you right then. Like oh, this is gonna pop. I know it's gonna pop. So we just got to do it. You know what I mean? But then when you actually go into writing a business plan and having a certain section, you're like, okay, you're supposed to start, talk about how you're going to get this money. You put it on paper, how you're supposed to get this money to where when you walk into a bank or to a, to a loan officer, they can just, you don't, you're not talking to them. You're not explaining it to them. You know, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, I can explain it better. You got to be able to put that shit on paper. And then that, and that's what makes it tough. Because as soon as you get to that that piece of paper, you're like, "All right, cool." So I already know how I'm gonna make the. All right, damn, okay. Gotta make it make sense. Gotta make I'll it say, make sense. I'll you know say, what I mean? Go ahead, so at the same time, just start getting credit together. And that's what I'm working with now. Yeah, it's it, totally it does. Big ups to that because not a lot of people <laughs> like or will admit that now. Without credit, you ain't shit. Shit, I you think I think shit. it started out. People didn't want to admit it. I think nowadays, like shit, most of us is all in our early early to mid thirties around that way. You know what I mean? Now it's like everybody like shit. 
credit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like back, you know, ten years ago, when nobody talking about it. like, you know what, man, I'm. I'm gonna work on my credit. We can give a fuck about like, credit. Like, shut up. Who are you over there talking about his credit? Uh, <laughs> nah, I'm, I'm I'm cool right now. Um, but uh, but yeah, you know, it's just a simple fact that um, we, I don't know. Like I said, man, start out with a business plan. Even when it comes to financial, I know I keep saying business plan, but take take the business side out of it. So, like you said, write you something down. Start you write you down a financial plan. You know what I mean on how much you're actually trying to either save up. What do you want to invest in? Write write that down. Write you write you start off at the top of the page and write you what your goal is. You know what I mean? Write what your goal is and actually think about a, a realistic plan or a realistic goal to meet that. You know what I mean? Like, all right, I want to save up this much money in six to eight months <coughs> after year and actually know what that's going to take and be diligent enough not to mess with it. You know what I mean? So, like, you might want to start putting $20 a, aside a week, but maybe you putting $20 aside ain't gonna ain't gonna blend with the rest of your budget. So you might have to start with like two dollars here, five dollars here, seven dollars here. You know what I'm saying? Like you said, smart like uh like somebody said on my on my live, uh smart spending. You know what I mean? So sometimes it's not about like I think that's what you said, getting what you want versus getting what you need. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like you might want you might want to spend this forty dollars to go out or whatever. But you probably need to stay in the house and put that forty dollars up. You know, so uh, we're going to take a quick break real quick before we continue with this topic. And we'll be right back after this. Welcome back to First Class Podcast. As always, man, I'm your host, E. Carter, here with the First Class crew. Right now it's me, James. Jazzy had to leave. So I got my brother, Ed, who popped in earlier on the show. Uh, he's going to end up riding, riding the rest of it out with us, man. Say what up to the people, if What's going on, guys? What's going on out there? So uh, uh, just real quick, and uh, we was talking about financial growth. Uh, if you want to pop back in and uh, leave your comment that you had, that you had said real quick. Oh, yeah. Uh, I was going to post a comment on the last one, but uh, since I'm on now, I can just go ahead and say it. Yeah, I really think if a lot of people – set short-term goals to meet their long-term goals, uh, they would get a lot more things accomplished within a productive year or fiscal year, should you, you know what I mean? Right. But uh, if you set if you set a short-term goal, let's say my goal is to get a car, something simple. Uh, if I set that for three months and uh, my the major goal is for me to move out of town, but I need this car to move out of town, that's a short-term goal setting up for my long-term goal, which is my power move, which is to move on from wherever I am or leave what I, which is the true destination. But I really think if people came up with their own uh, short-term goals to meet their long-term goals, people would be a lot more happy with uh, productivity in their life. Okay. I mean, I and I agree with that to a certain extent. Now, <clears throat> it's all fine and dandy. Like, if you actually do it the way that you set out to do it, right. you know, set up to get you a car that's going to set up you, you know, moving on. But what happens is, man, a lot of people get content. You know what I mean? I think what stops us from financial growth or financial freedom is us getting comfortable when we finally hit that first step. You know what I mean? Like, boom, you done, you just saved you up a couple hundred. Like, yeah, like, 
like let, we'll take your example for uh for example. <laughs> See what right. I did there? <laughs> but uh all right, so boom, you get the car, right? You get the car that you want, you know what I mean? Let's say it takes a little bit of work, but all right, you put some work in it, you spend a little bit more money. Now you you write back, you you didn't got that first step. So now you're not saving the money no more. Now you uh now you you riding, you getting back, you know, you back on your bullshit. You know what I'm saying? You going out, you you know what I'm saying, going out to eat from from the little money that you put out, now you done got your wheels back. Now you done lost track of the whole major goal, which was to move. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And I think a lot of people make these big goals and big big dreams when they're at the bottom. Right. I think some of these dreams may be too big. And mm-hmm. that's why I think if you were to set a short-term goal to meet that long-term goal, I think you would achieve it. But when people uh, just set the bar too high for themselves, there's nothing wrong with setting the bar high because you want (coughs) to exceed your own expectation. But I just think some people be doing it outside. Not realistic. Yeah, like they're getting outside your means, should I say. (coughs) I mean, yeah, I agree. Uh, You know. I mean, don't set the... the, uh, the, the, the major goal to be move to Vegas and uh, become a porn star or something crazy like that. Like you really gotta have something realistic. And right. People, you know, be outlandish with their dreams and rap stars and everything else. But I'm, I'm not saying don't follow your dream or whatever. But I'm saying if you break it down a little more, that dream can seem more achievable. Yeah, and then, and then that piggyback on top of that, man. <clears throat> along with making your your dreams or your goals more reachable. Also, stick with it, man. Diligence. Right. You know right. what I mean? Like, right. like I about. said, if it's if you factor it in, you do your budgets. You 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 write down your plan. You write down your goals. You see what you got to do to to accomplish it or whatever. Then you can uh you can uh then then work it. You know what I mean? It's like okay. Five dollars here, twenty dollars here. Right. All right, I said I was gonna do this. I said I was gonna do that. Uh, have you a step A, a step B, a step C? And and instead of getting content and stopping, like boom, I got A and B done. All right, cool. I'm set. Like now, start preparing for the next step, which is C. Boom. Once you get C done, now it's D. Like once you checked off everything on your list, now you look back and be like, all right, cool. What's next? You know what I'm saying? What I what I've been noticing is. A lot of these people that have their uh, assets diversified, <clears throat> it's always another step. They're always like, like I said, my, my supervisor, man, just talking to him periodically throughout work, um, he got his hands in a lot of different stuff. You know what I mean? Like he he makes a, he can make moonshine like from scratch, you know, without having a big ass rig and you know what I'm saying? And, That's a skill. That, yeah, it's a skill. It, ta- it takes time and all of that, and he and he can sell that. He also used to, I guess, he used to do tattoos. He has a skill for it. You know, he actually used to charge people for that. Uh, you know, little shit. It's it's little shit that people do that it, it could be your side hustle. You know what I mean? Like to where boom, if you eighty dollars short on something, instead of him digging into a four hundred one k or one of his other accounts. He can, you know, be like, all right, shit, let me sell a couple pints of this moonshine real quick. Or, hey, yeah, you said you needed a tattoo, bro. All right, cool. I'm going to charge you this much. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? You're still working towards it, but you're not pulling 
you're not pulling from what you're saving for. You know what I mean? He's still still stand still stand on the fucking prize, still stand on that road. Like I think once you get started on that road, like people would expect the shit to be easy. You know what I'm saying? You're like, no, this is my plan. Like all roads is gonna be bumpy. You know what I mean? So, you know, every every road is gonna be bumpy, every road is gonna be fucking difficult, bro. Nothing is actually smooth as especially as you expect it to be. You know what I mean? So one man, just hold on tight. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Hold on tight to that motherfucker. Like, but something as uh, as simple as financial growth or it sounds a lot simpler than what it is, but a lot of people talk about bringing the community back and all the shit that we got to do as far as community base. It's like, all right, that's cool, but without the financial growth or the financial freedom, we can never, we can, we can't put it in the. There's nothing right. to put into the community. Right. You know what I mean? Like, it's a, it's a foundation. It's gotta shit, shit, foundation. shit got to start from somewhere. And I, and I feel like a lot of people just expect. Uh, a fucking all black riot to break out like oh no the four we got a force change you know let's all every, every black man gotta stop doing this and let's push Congress and shit like but you gotta start somewhere but this is not the eighties you feel me it's not the eighties you know what I'm saying so you telling me if every black man stood outside on this porch strapped up what's gonna happen they'll walk down the street and kill every black man with a gun. Every single one. You know what I'm saying? Like, you you got to infiltrate the fucking system. And I, and I think it's, it's kind of getting off subject, but it kind of just popped up on me. I think it's sad that we feel that everybody that has a good job or in the government as an African-American is working for the man. Yeah. You know what I mean? They automatically label, label the coon, label the, oh, man, he working for the man, bro. Like, he, he ain't no real nigga, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, Obama ain't no real nickname. Come on, bro. That's the first black president. You know what I'm saying? Period. Whether you might not like a couple things that he did, but overall, you right. you got to notice change when change happens, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, we got to get on the school board if we want to change the schools. Shout out to right. Will Smith. Right. You know, right. Like how I did that. Right. Congratulations. Yeah. Shout out to him, man. Like, you got to get on the school boards. You got to get on these committee boards. We... We got to be, our faces got to be on there. And a lot of people are all oh, just black faces. No, young black faces, like between 27 and fucking 40, need, right. to, be on those, be, need right. to be on those boards and be, we need to be the new faces of the right. community, yeah, like period. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like it has to, it has to start somewhere. Like just, just ride around the city one day when you ain't, ha when you don't have nothing to do and look at all of these uh, foreclosed uh, businesses. You know what I'm saying? P places that's boarded up, they ain't tore down the building, they ain't did nothing. It's just wasted space. It's just rotting there. You know what I mean? Just just look at all of those old schools that got tore down and just empty fields. You know what I mean? Like shit, if, even the, the the baseball field that we grew up playing on, it's just a, a field. Yeah, it looks sad. It's just a field. Yeah. Everybody don't nobody take care of it no more. Mm -hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? Maybe we, should, maybe we should come up with our urban black fund that we should put in for our kids to grow up on. I mean, maybe that should be something in place that, I mean, I, I don't have type of power, but maybe somebody with some power should install a foundation like we just talked about where us as parents can put money into it for stuff to be built for our kids to enjoy. Yeah, because that's a good idea. Because the stuff that we grew up on ain't around here no more. Right. I mean, the movie theater is right there. <clears throat> where the uh, old Kroger's and the city train used to be yeah. and the skating rink and 
Oh, they yeah. took up all the pools. I mean, what kids going to do other than <laughs> what they doing now? Watching yeah. TV and selling, like people and see on TV. Selling, selling drugs and being out in the yeah. way and getting in trouble. Uh, you know, we kind of just talked about that. I talked about that at work. But to move on to this last topic, since this is kind of piggybacking with that, it's called uh, Leaving a Legacy. You know, and uh, uh, this show came from episode 13. It was uh, titled Dreams and Nightmares, man. It was a good show. You wasn't here for that show, James. It was just me, ADR, and that's when um, we had uh, my brothers, uh, Curtis and my sister Shonda on. That's uh, Curtis Boykin, man. That's the owner and CEO and host of the Link Entertainment, the Link Podcast, and Shonda, you know, Army of Dreamers Media Group. Uh Shout out to both of them. Uh, it was it was a fun show, man. I think that was the first time we actually all kind of collabed on a show, and you know it was a nice vibe, man. We was we was talking about uh, you know leaving a legacy, and 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 what what we all personally felt that meant, um, whether it's uh, you know being an entrepreneur and leaving like a building, or whether it's just you know being a regular nine to five parent and just making sure your your, your children as well off. What do you what do you feel like your legacy is? You know what I mean? Like it's, and I feel like there's no correct answer for this. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. It, it's, it's very broad. It don't, like if you, exactly. if, if your legacy is to have a building with your name on it and it don't have nothing to do with your kids, then that's fine. That's what you want your legacy to be. You know what I mean? Like I think everybody just follow, try to follow suit to what they think is grammatically correct. You know what I mean? Like, like, oh, well, shit, I have kids, so my legacy got to be them. Like, maybe you don't have faith in your kids, you know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? Like, you don't always have to be that way. But just, uh, you know, I just want to hear what, uh, one, James, I'd like to hear your take on it firsthand. Because, like I said, you wasn't, you wasn't here for that show. I think you had to work or something. Uh, I feel like, one, when a lot of people hear legacy, a lot of them think just financial, but really in the midst of it all, just because you got money or you left a whole bunch of money, it's a lot of rich people that are not good people. Like, period. I feel like a lot of people, when you, well, when I think of legacy and with me having a boy and a little girl, you know, I, I, I look at that, like, because in the event of my demise, my kids will hear about everything that I've ever done, the man I was, what I believed in, my morals, in addition to, you know, setting up funds and things of, something to leave them. I also look at my legacy as far as my name and who I am as an individual, a person, the man, the myth, the legend, the son, the the, the father. The, I felt like my time was a son. I was a father. I was a hell raiser. Um, you know what I mean? Like, for real. Like, I look at everything as a whole, for real. You know what I mean? So just strive for greatness and be great. And that's it. Like, period. Right. What about you? What about you, Ev? What's your take on? Well, I'm gonna piggyback off of James. A lot of people think it is uh, money, but uh, I think it's just more stability. I think uh, uh, if your legacy was to leave your family stable or to leave your the job you build or anything that you have accomplished in your lifetime, if you want to keep that going, I think that's a part of your legacy. Right. It cannot be something you even care about, but it's a part of your legacy. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. your, your legacy could be family. But your name is Kobe Bryant, and you got other things right. to his tricks. You know what I mean? Right. So, like you said, it is a very broad topic, but mine would definitely be family. I got a, you know, I got two boys, and the last name is strong. And you know, it's not a lot of us around, so that really makes me proud that when I move on, 
that name, part of me would right. still be here. Yeah, yeah, that's dope. Uh, I don't know, man. When it comes to leaving legacy, man, I, that's a real deep topic for me because, you know, I, for most of my life, leaving a legacy was was just me being me. You know what I'm saying? Right. My my name when I left, you feel me? But now I actually, you know, think a little bit deeper about it. I think about family. I think about uh, financial situation and all of that type of stuff, man. But I also think about, I think it's all collective. Like you said, e, like it's it's that it's that how would you be remembered at your funeral thing? Like right. when you're when you're no longer here. <clears throat> When your name is mentioned. I better talk good about me too, niggas. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> like, let me tell you something. Y'all better be having motherfuckers laughing and shit. <laughs> but I, you, know, you know what I'm saying? It's like what follows after that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, after they say, Eric Carter, like, what's what's the, what follows that? You know what I'm saying? Like, all right, he was the man. He was, you know what I'm saying? Like James said, the man, the myth. You know right. what I'm saying? Right, whatever you want. I feel like Mark Ingram it's right now. I feel like Mark Ingram right now, the man, the myth, MVP front runner. You know what I'm saying? Lamar Jackson. I'm just playing. I had to get that in here. But nah, like just like I said, leaving a legacy, man. I think it's it's things that add to you. You know what I'm saying? As the time goes on, it, I I feel like it's supposed to progress as you progress. You know what I mean? Like. Um, like right now, you know, for me, leaving sneezing in my face, <laughs> leaving <laughs> leaving a legacy for me right now is, you know, one I I do want this my my own entrepreneur ventures to, you know what I mean, go somewhere. Of course, but and of course, if I can leave like a building or an establishment or or an actual up and running business and be able to pass that down to my children, then I feel like that would be dope. But at the same time, I, I do want to pass down, you know, wisdom. You right. know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I want to know, I like... I guess that's a part of it, too, though, yeah. Like, when I'm here, it's not going to just stop with me or mm-hmm. stop with my children. I want to I want to leave something on them to where it's something that can keep going. Right. You so know what I mean? things in place so they don't make them the <laughs> that you made. Make it just a little easier to like it, bro. Yeah, to where it goes down from not only my children to their children and then shit. You know, if it... How big is that statement that you left? You know what I mean? If I'm not mistaken, right, I think I'm pretty sure. I'm going to have to go back and listen to the whole thing, but this might have been the one where uh, ADR was like, if you're going to be the best, you know, be the best at it. And then he was like, then he backtracked, and he was like, well, you know, unless you're doing something bad. And he was like, nah, don't do that. But, I mean, if you're going to be the best, be the best at it. But it was so hilarious. I wonder, I remember that. I don't know if that was this episode, though. Man, but hey, it just made me think about that because in your legacy, like I said, whatever it is that you are doing, be known to be the best at it, period. Period, period, period. Yeah, you know, and yeah, you know, always be the best at whatever you do. It's just the fact that, I don't know, man, I think leaving a legacy, man, is a big part of, you know, just that keeps you in line, man. You know what I mean? Because a lot of people, like, if you think about excuse me, what type of name you have and how you want to be remembered, then yeah, second chance some of some of the things that you're actually doing. You know what I mean? Like you might not uh I don't know, man. You you might do something a little bit different if you think about it in a different way. You know what I mean? 
Ooh, throat was a little scratchy there. <clears throat> but yeah, so I don't know. I think if people start actually planning out their lives, thinking like, okay, well, who, how do I want to be remembered? You know what I mean? Like right. you always think about legacies and think about uh, celebrities or, or, or sports icons. Like, no, every, every single person bro, has a legacy. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it's the simple fact on how they, how are they remembered? Right. <clears throat> so, well, and I think something that can stretch on for generations and centuries is wisdom, <coughs> along with like food recipes. So, yeah, <laughs> like you know, no doubt. you know. So, like I try to tell people, like, man, look, if you cook, you cook, cook, and start writing down recipes and, and pass down. Like, still put stuff on paper. You know what I mean? Because, you know. You never know what what type of world we're gonna be in fifty years from now. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I don't know. Like I, I lowkey want to do a little time capsule. Yeah. I wish I wish we already did one. I know. Like it ain't too late. Yeah. It's not. I so feel like we should. Twenty years is a lifetime. We all we should do it. We should do a time capsule as us as adults and have our kids where they at right now. Also do a time capsule. Yeah. And then you know what I'm saying. Go put the go bury the cigarette butt in the ground. <laughs> Come back in twenty years. Like, I remember this. The new quote. New quote. Same shit. But yeah, man. I don't know, man. Leaving the legacy it's, it's, it's a huge part of who we are, man. It's, it's a huge part of what we leave behind. Even if you you don't have kids, and still still live your live your life like you like you one of those people in the spotlight. You know what I mean, like. You know, everybody looks up to these celebrities and, and, and music and sports icons that we have. And I feel like they, we, we try to imitate that. You know what I mean? Where most of those athletes or those musicians, they just want to have a regular life. You know what I mean? Like, they try to imitate what we're doing. You know what I mean? Like, <clears throat> but of course, they're at a different plateau. They have to worry about what they got on as soon as they leave the house. Yeah. You feel me? I mean, we did too, but like things is just strange. No, no, that's what I'm saying. Like we, we do too, but I'm saying like they, they leave, they leave the house with that legacy on them every day. And I think us as, you know, nine to five regular folk, shit, you know, Monday is Monday. You feel me? Fuck it. We not going out with that intent that my legacy is, is right in front of me. You know what I'm saying? I think if we looked at, if we started looking at each day or each moment as a piece or something added, either something added or something taken away from your legacy, you know what I mean? Like, then I think a lot of people would start, we'll start balancing some shit out. Like, oh shit, okay, cool. You know, let me, let me make sure, you know, just simple shit, you know, stuff that if, if you was in the limelight that you would have to do. You know, if you was if you had to worry about your figure and stay in shape, worry about your figure and stay in shape now. You know what I mean? Get up, get you a regimen. You know, I don't know, man. I think a lot of a lot of stuff happened with balance. I think, um, and that's one like I said, wisdom. Like one of my mom's and my dad's uh, pieces of legacy is they always taught me balance. You can't you can't do one thing without the next. You feel me? Shit, if you know, you didn't have plenty of talks with me and them, you know what I mean? Right. And they talking to both of us like, you know, you if you want this part of your life to go right, then you got to do these other things so all of it can go right. You know what I'm saying? If you want to work on your money, 
that you got, like moms used to say, your, your mind, your body, and your soul. Everything got to be in sync. Everything. So, yeah, maybe you're trying to do better in school or maybe you're trying to get your money right. But maybe you need to start working out <laughs> to work on your body. Right. Like uh, people, you know, maybe you need to start meditating. Like that don't have nothing to do with the actual money. Yeah, it do. Because right. once you start working out one thing, then everything, <laughs> everything starts rolling together. You have a balance. Right. You know what I'm saying? You can't. How are you going to work on money when you're still eating out all the time? Most black people, you know, feeding the soul is, you know, the word for real. Right. And that's what it was for our parents. I know mm-hmm. that's for moms and my mom. I'm pretty sure your people too, but that's the feeding the soul that most people are missing. Like they need to try to find that equal balance. Because everybody's always after the money. That's going to be, you're going you're gonna to get that without thinking. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's, that's the thing. That's the thing. So you definitely need to work on that. People do. Yeah. You know. So, I don't know, man. Leaving leaving a legacy, man, this is real deep, man. But uh y'all got anything else y'all wanna touch on as far as this topic, man, before we get up out of here? Touched on them. All right. Well, Ab, since you popped in, man, uh, uh on the special guest, man, uh you can go ahead and take the lead on these closing remarks. You know, holla at everybody, just anything you wanna close with. No, I'm good. I mean, we basically covered everything. I just want everybody to you know, be prosperous in life and really set goals. What do you think about that? That's a big thing people not doing. And like he said, being being balanced is the key to that. You got to make sure you're doing the right things and making the right move and staying around the right type of people. That's just the main part about your legacy and who you leave behind and what they'll do and what they know from you because that's what it's about, what you instill in your legacy as a, as a lesson as well. Oh, yeah. All right, what about you, James, man? Go ahead and close it out. I'm going to pick it back off of basically what Ev said for real. Just basically, uh, just ultimately, actually, whether you invest in money, uh, even as far as the kids in the social media, uh, being financially well off, or even your legacy, people need to get more involved within their life. And that means everything that is concerning of you. You got kids, you in your life, you in your own life. You know what I mean? Like, you're trying to improve your life, so of course you're going to be in every single aspect. You know what I mean? Like, like Ev touched on, like you touched on, just everything. Just be a more involved individual in whatever it is that you're doing or whoever it is that you're trying to be uh, remembered as for real. So just be more involved in life with your money, with your kids, with with future goals and all of that. Basically, it's going to equal out to where you're going and uh, who you're going to become and who you're going to be. You know what I mean? That's what's up. Uh, I mean, for me to go ahead and close it out, like I said, man, for the rest of the month, we're going to be revisiting and uh, uh, remembering some old shows, some old topics, old conversations that we had. Uh, and for this one, man, we, we touched on a lot of couple of different topics, man. We was kind of scattered around. We went back to episode five, which is It Takes a Village, which was all about the kids. Uh, we went back to episode 10. That's the episode where we had the Already Home podcast crew on. Uh, Scoops Bronson, Detroit Gang, shout out to them. And that was called Keeping uh, Keep the Pace. Mm-hmm. And then we also went back to episode 13, Dreams and Nightmares. That's the one where we had uh, Curtis, the CEO of the Link Entertainment and the host of the Link podcast as well. And his sister, Shonda, um, She's the CEO of uh, Army of Dreamers Media Group, 
and Army of Dreamers uh, podcast as well. So, uh, you know, check all those people out that we that we mentioned that we have done shows with, man, and go back and revisit some of these past episodes that we've done because that's what we're going to be revisiting on all month. Maybe drop in a couple of uh, current events and some things like that. But that's what we're going to do, man. We're going to try to remember remember the year that we're about to leave behind. Okay. You know, so that's what we're going to do. We're going to keep pushing forward. Remember the quote of the week. To be beautiful means to be yourself. You don't need to be accepted by others. You need to only accept yourself. So take that with you. This is E. Carter. This is First Class Podcast, man. Like we say every time, if you're going to fly, you might as well fly first class, baby. And we up out of here.